everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad you are with me this week because I have a really special guest on with me. She is my very good friend, Annette Brown, and you are going to love getting to know her. So you you guys have asked and we we you ask and we provide, right? You've asked for just regular homeschool moms to be on the podcast with us. And so as we were thinking through that and praying about that, and I'm thinking, you know what, just normal homeschool moms do I know, even though you guys know, like we're all just regular homeschool moms. Um, I, I thought about my friend, Annette, and I'll tell you a little bit in a minute, kind of about our history, but I just thought she would be such a fantastic guest to have on. She will be so encouraging. And she just has a lot of wisdom to share. Uh, she actually is part of the cast of Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution. So you may recognize her face if you're like, where have I seen that lady before? If you're watching this on video, you're maybe thinking, where have I seen her before? Well, it's in the movie, Schoolhouse Rocked. Um, so we are so grateful she and her husband, Rod, um, got to be in the very, very beginning of filming. I mean, they actually, we filmed with them before we ever even left California to film with everyone else. So they were like one of the first couples we ever filmed with for the movie when we were just trying to figure out what it was that we were doing. And God used their story, part of their story, um, to, we, we were able to tie that into the movie. And so I am excited to have her with us. Uh, before we get into our conversation, though, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you're looking for a great, strong biblical worldview curriculum that will teach your kids uh, the Word of God and other subject matters incorporating the Word of God, BJU Press Homeschool is one that you definitely want to check out. You can try them at bjupresshomeschool.com. They can encourage critical thinking. They support multisensory learning. You can do parent-led or video-led, whatever works best for your homeschool. And they've got curriculum from K3 all the way to year 12. So whatever grade, whatever subject you're looking for for your kids, they have something for you. Check them out at bjupresshomeschool.com. Also, we want to say thank you to those of you who continue to support the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry um, in so many ways. You guys do. You're so good at this. I am so blessed. Our, our family is blessed by the way that you come alongside of us and support us. So many of you support financially, and we are so grateful for that. Thank you for those of you who continue to just give financially to keep this ministry going. You can support financially at our website, schoolhouserocked.com and click on that donate button. But also those of you who are, maybe if you're watching this on YouTube, if you would subscribe and thumbs up this, this video and share it with a friend, that would be great. Or if you're listening to it as a podcast, uh, just hit the share button and share that with your friends because it really will encourage them um, in their homeschool journey as well. And that really does help us as a ministry to get the word out about Schoolhouse Rocks. So we love it when you guys share our episodes. It's always fun uh, to hear from you and hear other people say, hey, I heard about your podcast from my friend so-and-so. Um, anyway, thank you so much for continuing to support this ministry. So Nanette Brown, welcome to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am so excited to be with you this week. Introduce yourself to us and your family. Tell us all about who the Brown family is. All right. Well, thank you again, Yvette, for having me on your podcast. So I am Nanette Brown. I am a homeschooling mom of how many? Okay. So forgive me because I always lose track because <laughs> I feel like we have kids coming in and you out. You do. <laughs> and I got kids in college, kids in preschool. So, um, but seriously, I am a mother of six, four of which I birthed two of which I've adopted. I also, I shouldn't say six, I seven. I have one in which I've inherited. Um, and he is a grown man. 
like almost 30 years old. We also currently have, um, we did foster to adopt years ago. And the first foster child we ever had is now my godchild. And she is now back in my home. And we have short-term guardianship of her. And so we currently have six uh, kids that we are homeschooling um, from senior year in high school to a three-year-old, my three-year-old son. And I have a fabulous husband of 22 years. We've been married 22 years. My husband, Rod, he's a blessing. I love him so much. He is, he is a great guy. You have a great family and a a little bit of history um, of Nanette and Yvette. (laughs) As a matter of fact, we used to joke because you were, your nickname was Nettie, right? Net. Yeah. Net, net. My nickname was Vetty. And so we would, yeah, that, that we had kind of, we, we weren't always called Nanette and Yvette. Um, and my sister's name for those who don't know is Lynette. (laughs) So gosh, if you got the three of us in a room together, it'd be Nanette, Lynette and Yvette. And that would be quite a tongue twister. Yeah. All the nets. Um, anyway, I, I vividly remember the very first time I ever met you and I was part of a homeschool. We were in California. Brooklyn was going into third grade. So she was seven And we were part of this homeschool kind of umbrella school in California. It wasn't a co-op. It was just that kind of a support group. And they kept um, our school records and things like that. And you came as a guest speaker and you spoke and you spoke about classical conversations. Yeah. And I was in that moment of homeschooling where I was like, I don't know what to do next. Like she's going into third grade and I'm not exactly, maybe second grade. Maybe it was second grade. Yeah. It might've been second it grade. Was I can't young. remember. I know. They it were was young. Little. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe and, second. Um, I think it was second grade. Well, either way, yeah. I think she was seven. And so I just kind of didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know what my next step was in homeschooling. We had tried like the workbook thing and she did not like workbooks. She did not like filling in those blanks and I just needed something different. And so you talked about CC and I was like, oh, I think we should try this. And so we, we jumped yeah. into your community and and let me say, I'm going to just give a quick plug here for Classical Conversations because we have now traveled the world. <laughs> and by the world, I mean the United States. And we have met so many CC families and people who have done CC in the past, many who are doing it still today. And what I have found to be true is that most people's experience with Classical Conversations is completely dependent on their director and tutors. Interesting. And Nanette I didn't was, that. yeah, Nanette was our director, our CC director. And we had the most amazing community because it's so much yeah. more than just the product itself. It's so much more than just learning the timeline song and learning, you know, all the things that we learn in CC. It's yeah. so much more about community and the families that Absolutely. are involved. And yeah. so we had an incredible CC community. I miss, yeah. I miss you guys so much. You have no idea, yeah. but that kind of launched us into the world of classical education, which now we're super eclectic. I mean, we do a little bit of classical, a little bit of Charlotte Mason, a little bit of, you know, textbook, a little bit of everything. Um, But that was really instrumental for me because you really helped guide me in those early years of homeschooling. You were just a few years ahead of me, but you helped just bring me into the world of homeschooling and really make it more doable for me. Um, and right. so we, we became instant friends, Nanette and I, and yeah. again, I mean, we, we had a, a great family, um, community back in California. And so, so that's how we first met. And then, uh, you just have always been such a great encouragement to me. And I've always seen you as such a great leader, Nanette, you, you were an Thank excellent you. leader, excellent director. 
Thank you. And and you've gone on now to learn, you've really kind of trained your kids and others on how to be leaders in their communities, in their churches, in their families. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. And we're going to go back. We're going to talk actually about adoption and foster care this week as well, because this is a huge part of Nanette's life. But before we get into talking about that, let's talk about leadership. And and first, I want you to kind of define, like, how would you define a leader? And then let's talk about how you have raised and are raising your kids to be leaders themselves. Yes, that's a great question. So how I simply define leadership is doing what's right when everyone's doing wrong. I also teach uh, my kids and those uh, kids that I have taught over the years, leaders initiate, leaders love the Lord. So I am trying to raise kids that lead, lead themselves and not follow, not follow the crowd. Um, I kind of have this little acronym on leadership. So when we're raising our kids to be leaders, number one, L, we want them to love the Lord. That's number one. Before anything, I don't care if you influence people. If you don't love Jesus, then to me, for me and my house, that's, that's, it's worthless. Like, right. It starts with loving the Lord. Then E, learning to encourage yourself and others um, in God's word, right? Mm. A, ask God first, and that's prayer. We want to, and Yvette, you could probably attest to it. I'm all about prayer. I've got to bring the Lord into every area of my life. And that's what my husband and I teach our children. Ask the Lord first, not last. Amen. Okay. D, okay. Depend on the Lord. So Mm. a lot of times we have skills and talents and we just live our lives. And then we're like, come on, God, I'm going here. But no, that's not what a leader does. A leader is dependent on God. They're going to go to him first and ask him, Lord, is this what you want me to do? And no, my strength comes from him. It doesn't Amen. come from my abilities, my gifts, my talents. I depend on you. Without you, I am nothing. E is evangel. The next E is evangelize. Oh. So I believe as parents, as homeschooling parents, we need to be evangelizing our own kids first, right? And just because you're in a Christian home doesn't mean your child is going to come to know the Lord immediately. But I believe, I've said it from the beginning, you guys are going to love the Lord. You're going to serve him. And some came to know the Lord as at early ages. Some came to know the Lord in my home as teenagers. But um, he is evangelized, teaching them um, who Jesus is mm-hmm. and teaching them how to evangelize as well. And how I do that, and my husband do that, is modeling it yeah. by loving people, by sharing the gospel with others. Um, so lead er. So R is rest in the Lord. I really mm. want our kids to know that Jesus is our refuge, our strong tower. We live in a world where things are going haywire. Right is wrong and wrong is right. Yeah. But guess what? Guess who's sovereign? Guess who's in control? Our God. So Amen. we can rest in him and know that we are going to be okay if we cling to Jesus. Yeah. Amen. So 
that is kind of like my little acronym. And those are kind of things that we focus on in terms of raising leaders. But number one, it's really raising kids that can do what's right when everyone's doing wrong. That's like my simplified definition. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I I, not being a follower. Yeah. I've always said that in the, and as the word of integrity, you know, integrity is, integrity really is doing what's right when no one's looking. Looking. That's exactly right. But it's very similar to that in, in doing what's right, even when everyone else is doing the complete opposite of that. And it's hard in our world today to live differently, you know, to live countercultural uh, to what the world is doing because the world is like, oh, this is the best way to do that. And we're like, no, 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 no. Let's follow the Lord's way of doing that. So that is so good, Nanette. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Are you looking for a homeschool curriculum that goes beyond textbooks and truly engages your children in the joy of learning? Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written by homeschool parents to specifically meet your needs and captivate your students with hands-on activities and experiments that make learning unforgettable. With an easy-to-follow, open-and-go format, Apologia takes the stress out of planning and provides a simple roadmap that can easily be tailored to your family's needs. Explore live classes or self-paced courses designed to accommodate every student's unique learning style. Elevate your child's education, spark their curiosity, and nurture a lifelong love for learning with Apologia. Discover Apologia today at Apologia.com. We are back with Nanette. Um, before the break, you you talked about the leader acronym and oh my word, it's so good. I was like jotting it all down. So you've got L is love the Lord. E is encourage yourself and others in God's word. A is ask God, pray. Um, D is depend on the Lord. E is evangelize and R is rest in the Lord. And I love that acronym. That is so, that is so important to share that with our kids so that they can learn how to be leaders and then living it out in front of them. Can you yeah. give some examples maybe of what some things are that you've done with your kids that have helped to encourage them and foster leadership in them? Okay. This is three ways I think that will help your audience kind of to remember, how can we do this practically? It sounds great raising your kids to be leaders, but how? So I say we ought to teach them how to live to give, live to serve, and live to love. And let's see, what does that look like practically? So in our home, let's start with live to serve. I feel like for parents, we need to train our kids on the importance of serving people and serving God from the beginning, because the greatest leader is the greatest servant. Mm -hmm. So we have to teach her, if you're going to be a leader, you have to learn how to serve. And what I usually tell my kids is, how can I be a blessing? Everywhere you go, you need to be asking yourself, how Uh, can I be a blessing? Okay, you're with mom. We just went shopping. How can I be a blessing? How about you? start taking the bags out of the car before me asking you. Yeah, How about yeah. you? We're, we're out in public and people, they run out of chairs. How about you asking, how can I help? Can I help get some more chairs? Or can you give up your chair? 
in every situation you go to, like when you go to CC, my kids are part of CC. When you get to class early, ask your tutor, how can I help you set up? Mm -hmm. How can I help you, Mrs. Brown? How can I serve? Always look for opportunities to be a blessing to others. Okay. So that's serving. Also, another thing, like I have, my kids are older now. I have all these teenagers. I have an 18 year old, a 15 year old, a 14 year old. And I also try to set up situations for opportunities for them to serve. So Mm -hmm. I'll ask them like, okay, guys, it's summertime. What are you guys going to do? Like, how are you going to serve? I need you to get, you got to get involved in church, do something. And if they can't think of anything, then I might have to think of it for them. Like, for example, like right now, um, I told my kids in the summertime, you guys, I want you guys to be serving in some form or fashion. So let me know what you want to do. Nobody had any ideas. So I had been asked to be a part of the Good News Club. It's like an after school club uh, that goes to public schools. So um, when they asked me, I asked, would I be able to bring my teenagers? Can they sign up as well? And they said, yeah, that would be great. So now not only do they, we go to the um, Good News Club once a week, every week, um, these kids are leading worship. Neither my kids, they're leading yeah. worship. They're teaching the scripture memory verse. Wow. Um, they just told me. The leader of it asked them, they said, okay, after Christmas, I want you guys to start teaching the lesson. I've been teaching the lesson, but they've been asked to do that because they've been demonstrating leadership. They see like, oh, these kids are capable. These kids love on these kids and and they know the word of God. So you know what? I think we can entrust them with the responsibility. I'm talking my 14-year-old who, by the way, my 14, I just had a teacher conference with his tutor because he like kind of a little bit out of control at times, um, <laughs> you know, so he's not, my kids are definitely not perfect, yeah. but guess what? Even though <laughs> they may act up a bit, I believe in them and I kind of tell them who they are in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's listen, the evangelized part you. of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Them so that's a service. Yeah. So live to love. Okay. This is a big one. So we live in a world that is very, very self-absorbed. Everybody, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a teenager, your eyes are on yourself. You're always embarrassed. Like you're so scared to do stuff. So what, another thing I encourage my kids, and I remember walking through my my now 18-year-old from ninth grade on, like she struggled with friendships. Like, Mm -hmm. mom, there's no one here. I can't relate to anybody. And what should I do? Like she'd be at lunch by herself, not knowing who to hang out with and calling me. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Let's pray. And then I want you to ask the Lord to show you who can you encourage? Mm. Who can you be a blessing to? Who can you say a kind word to? And I would just let her know, you know, that kind word, that encouragement that you give someone could change their life, could change Mm -hmm. their week, could change their month. You don't know what they're going through. So teaching my kids how to take their eyes off of themselves, put them on God and look for ways to be a blessing. Look for Mm. ways to show love. It could be words of encouragement. It could be a kind act. It can be a gift, you know, like the five love languages. Yeah. But showing love, be a blessing. Look at other people. What can you do to bless others? So it's kind of all tied together. So serve, love, 
and give. Giving is so important. We love to receive. We're always, I feel like we live in such a consumer world. Me, 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 take, take, take. But that's not God. The Bible says it's better to give than receive. So teach your kids to be givers. How can I bless? Share your food. Don't come to class and bring baked goods to them and be just be a blessing. Um, My kids are way better. Like they see like homeless people and they're like, mom, stop, let's go give. And I'm like, but (laughs) but I don't squash it because they want to, you know, they want to give. I'm like, just make sure the Lord is the Holy Spirit's leading you in that manner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust it all. But anyways, just teaching them how to look for opportunities to give because it's better to give than receive. So just Again, living counterculturally, sure. we teach our kids to be leaders by teaching them to give, teaching them to serve God and others, and teaching them how to love, love our neighbors as ourselves. Yeah. Well, let me just say, Nanette, um, you and I have been good friends for a very long time. I mean, uh, 10 years, over 10 years now, probably yeah. 11 years, yeah. 10 or 11 years. And um, I have seen this played out in you. And this is one of those things I... I, I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but when when Brooklyn, when I was pregnant with Brooklyn, I had a really sweet friend of mine, Danelle, who said to me, she said, be the wife and mom that you want Brooklyn to become. And Nanette, you like have that. been that example to your kids. And I know that your family isn't perfect and you're not perfect. We're not perfect, yeah. you know, but I have seen you be exactly all of these things because as we were in community together, not just our homeschool community, but our our kind of friend group, if you will, you know, we were families who did life together. Um, You would do that. You would serve people. You always had your home open. Like I remember your home, like it was just a revolving door all the time. You always had that front door open and you were always inviting people over into your home and you always made people feel so welcomed and, and accepted and loved in your home. And it was simple things that you would do. It was not like you, you know, set out a feast every single time someone came over, but you were one friend that I always just felt like I could call them and say, Hey, can we come over and just visit for a few minutes? We're in your neighborhood, or you would just invite us over. Anyway, I've seen you do this. And so being that example for our kids of how to love others, how to serve others, you know, even praying as I think back to, uh, you were talking about your, your oldest daughter, when she was going through that difficult time of looking for friends, um, she, I've been in that place before. And when Brooklyn was probably, I don't know, maybe four or so, four or five years old, I remember just being so sad and thinking like, I I have acquaintances, but I don't have any really good friends. And just praying, Lord, please bring some good friends to me. And then the Lord brought me you and our CC community and and so many others. And I mean, he was like, okay, here you go. And so trusting the Lord with that. But I had to pray through that. And because you were so welcoming to our family, you just kind of included us and incorporated us into your already existing community. And so thank you for the example that you are to your kids, but to so many other people as well, and just teaching people how to love and how to be leaders. Uh, This is so good, but we're out of time. We're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to keep talking about leadership. And like I said, we're going to talk also this week about um, adoption and foster care and how those play into serving really. I mean, that's a great way to serve, but um, God has really used your family in that way. So you mentioned before that you have a YouTube channel. Uh, Tell us really quickly again, we'll put links to the show notes um, in the show notes to it, but where can people find out? uh, Where where can they follow you on YouTube? 
You can find me at Raising Kids to Be Leaders um, on YouTube. I also have an Instagram channel, and um, that's A has uh, A Nanette Brown, and I'm on Instagram as well. Okay, we'll put those links in the show notes so people can easily find you. Stay tuned to the very end here, a clip of what's coming up next on the podcast. And again, remember, you can find all things Schoolhouse Rocked at our website, schoolhouserocked.com, where you can stream the movie for free, download our homeschool survival kit, make a donation to the ministry, or you can subscribe to our newsletter, schoolhouserocked.com. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye. Now you need a plan, but can't ever seem to make one work. Do homeschool planners totally overwhelm you? Do you feel like you have to fill every box, complete every checklist, and achieve every single goal? I'm Danielle Papa Giorgio, a homeschool mom like you, who's already successfully raised two kids to adulthood. I created the Life Schooling Vision Planner because I wanted a planner that would work with my relaxed style of homeschooling, a style I like to call life schooling. Find out all the details at lifeschoolingvisionplanner.com right now during our special relaunch and come life school with me. I really feel like teaching our kids from the beginning or from as soon as you can, that the Bible is our final authority. This is what teaches us who God is. This is what teaches us who we are. This is what teaches us how we are to live. Like we need to be drilling that in their spirits, you know, from as early as possible. And so we we come back to this book and we study it together. Everything we're teaching, hopefully we are living. Yeah. And I think that's where you see when there's duplicity in the home, I think it can make room for kids wanting to run from the faith rather than running to the faith. Mm. So we have to be careful that make sure we're yielding to God in the areas that he's trying to grow us in and change us in. Um, I feel like that sometimes we think we could be doing something in secret, but that secret disobedience will affect I believe, um, how we're rearing our children. So whatever God's calling us to do, uh, to stop, to start, we need to be obedient.